Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Colin. I'm Caleb. And I'm Notch. This week, we bring out our abacus to calculate Minnesota United's playoff math, bring out Wikipedia to figure out what the UEFA Nations League is, and bring out our clown shoes and red noses to discuss the CONCACAF Nations League. What up, y'all? Not much soccer to talk about this week at all. So this is going to be a podcast about pie now. Mm, oh, okay. Pie. I, I wish you would have told us before we started recording, but yeah, yeah sure. We'll show with it. Yeah. I would come prepared. Okay. Savory or sweet, y'all? No. Don't answer that. No, I was going to ask you a different question. That was a joke. Y'all didn't laugh. I guess I... No, I, I took it seriously. I I picked, I'm honestly too, not sure. I picked a very interesting topic to, to use as a diversion. That's not good. Well, okay, I do have a serious question, though. If there was a country other than the United States that you would declare for... Lemon meringue like, pie. Like, but, but sorry. <laughs> I would declare <laughs> the fuck out of lemon meringue pie. <laughs> I was going to go asking? for like a Jonathan Gonzalez type like uh, question about which... Which country you would declare for that wasn't the U.S.? But fuck that. Um, <laughs> lemon meringue pie all the way. I actually would prick savory pies, by the way. I prefer I savory. I do love pasties as well. Yeah, pasties are delicious. Yeah. It, it's I just, think I'd... How about this? I'd rank it cold sweet pie, savory pie, warm sweet pie. Okay, I hate warm sweet things in general. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so I, I like savory things. Uh... Let's savor some soccer. <laughs> that was a good segue. Good say, job, Notch. Uh, and let's savor some soccer by talking about a segment in which we have no soccer to talk about. A segment that we call United Passions. Our sport has a bright future ahead. United Passions isn't just a terrible movie about FIFA. It is a segment in which we talk about the United we are most passionate about. Minnesota United FC, which traveled tomorrow to DC, unfortunately. So we can't talk about that game. Uh-oh. Do we want to wildly speculate about how bad it's going to be? No, I don't, because then they'll win. I mean, that, no, actually, wait, we should win. That doesn't make sense. We should oh wildly, speculate. Wild, wildly speculate, so then we'll win. That's your yeah. logic. That's, <laughs> that's, that's do that. They, they listen to this before every game in the dressing room, so when we criticize them, they go out and win. They're like, those three guys in that room, we're playing for them. Playing despite them. Angelo Rodriguez, you're terrible at everything that involves balls on target. <laughs> Use that as motivation. Let okay, I just, I just, I just want to point out to the listener. Flow through you. Caleb broke first, then producer Nick, and then I broke last and left. So okay, uh, yeah, all right. So we'll see what happens tomorrow in DC, and uh, all the best loons. Good luck. But we have some few other things to talk about. USL D three rumors have begun in earnest. Nipun Chopra from Indianapolis coming in with the hot, hot, hot rumor. I think that's a sock take. <laughs> yes, that is the name of his website. Yeah. 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 So what what is this rumor, y'all? Basically that Minnesota United 2 is supposed to announce for USLD3 I, in the coming days. However, quick correction, it is Minnesota 2 United. <laughs> quick question though. If this actually does announce, do we have to change our podcast to be entirely about Minnesota United 2? Because we're two United fans? Ooh, we're not one United fan now, are we? 
Well, there's actually three okay. of us. So we could split. Y'all could go off and talk about, you know, Minnesota United 2, and I can just sit in a room by myself alone like I do many nights with a glass of whiskey and a loaded revolver. Wait, what, 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 what? Are you doing all right? Yeah, 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 I'm doing fine. All right, cool. Let's move all on. right, cool. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, seal his bullets. Steal his bullets? Cool. Hey, do, what do you think is going to happen when we have a two-team in terms of crest? Do you think it's gonna they're going to have the, like, loon, like, a reverse, so they're, like, both sides? It's literally just going to be the same crest except it's for it's a loon with a two somewhere on it yeah they'll, they'll pluck the feathers it'll be like a loon without the feathers they'll pluck two feathers out it'll of it it'll be a tune like they'll have like bugs a car- bunny yeah exactly okay. but like generic non-copyright budge bunny like dog's so, rabbit <laughs> dog's <laughs> rabbit okay all right well th- there are rumors and uh minnesota tonight I'm, I'm really glad you did that caleb I really oh, yeah. am. I like that. That's gonna be the way the thing I call them now. Fuck like little loons or like whatever the other loons shit. Are the development academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. baby loons. But yeah. the the thing about this and Nipun did a very good job at like crazy deep diving this. He called the Minnesota Department of Commerce to figure out if USL still had a franchise agreement right in the state of Minnesota. Is this and what people do for fun? Don't. Because he's got a job. He calls, like, he, he departments does. of commerce in other states for fun. Like, how sad is that guy's life? I'm he's sure. He's really successful in what he does. I'm he's sure that, yeah, I'm so, sure that the Socktakes Patreon is going smoothly. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. he did his research, and then they don't have franchiser rights here. Yeah, so there's additional speculation as to how the hell Minnesota United would exist. Unless, of course, maybe they go with Madison, or maybe they go with uh, De- Des Moines Menace, possibly. Okay. All right, we'll see. Romario Ibarra played 23 minutes for Ecuador in a 2-0 win over Jamaica. Some people on Reddit thinking that he had started the game. Untrue. It was Renato who had started the game. You... I'm pretty sure Renato scored as well. Yeah, good, good, good. Great. Let's get him to give all the Ibarras. And then uh, Ecuador plays Guatemala tonight. Don't expect updates from us about that. Honestly, let's not do the whole live update thing. No. That, yeah. That's, no, no. It, it's just like, you know, you're sitting in a car. It's like, oh, no, he scored. It's like, and yeah, you, yes. And you in the future is listening to this already knows what happened. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You look very excited. Rasmus Schuler played 63 minutes for Finland in a 1-0 UEFA Nations League game against Hungary. Did he had the assist on that goal, I'm pretty sure. Or at least he set it up. Or I've only I think it was a it. it wasn't an official assist. Okay. Well, Maybe we had some time to like research these things, maybe watch some parts of the game. Well, they might call them highlights. Organically, notched, yeah, okay. so. He also played 90 minutes in the 1-0 win today against Estonia. And we have, I believe, taken 14 players to DC. And our injured list includes Eric Miller, Alexi Gomez. We've, we've taken more than 14. Yeah. Oh, That'd Bruce McGuire was just wrong. Said, I think he said 18. I think he did say, he 18. Did say 18. Yeah. Okay. Which is no, it's uh, DC. More. DC had 14 available, I think, against, oh. the game. against, yeah, against New York, New York, City, York yeah. City. Yeah. Okay. I got the numbers mixed up in my head. But anyway, Eric Miller and Alexi Gomez are injured. Carter Manley has been recalled. It's Maybe. fine. We're still thread there. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, I think it was uh, Andy Dreeter wrote a post for Pioneer Press where oh. Adrian Heath said he. he he has had five wins and then our next, what, eight games that to oh, make the playoffs? trust me. It's not going to happen, guys. Don't no, no, no. We'll talk about it. Never mind. Let's well, on. let's talk about the fact that five wins gets us to 44 points. 55 won helpfully 
sharing that Seattle, who haven't lost a game in two months, are on 41 points at the moment. So if they win even just one game, we will most likely not be in the playoffs. So five wins, probably not enough by themselves. But Colin will have more on this topic yes. in a little bit. We will talk about it. All right, and let's move into a segment that we call the top step. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. In the top step, we cover the latest news from America's Division I leagues, Major League Soccer, and the NWSL. Club International de Football Miami, Real, Beckham's Deportivo, La Coruña, Atletico have... Wanderers. Thank you, Albion. <laughs> uh, have revealed their identity. Yeah. Yeah. They're and, no longer flamingos. It's herons. Yeah, finally, pretty, correctly. Uh, I really like their uh, logo or their crest. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's nice. slick, and it's different. It's not red and black, or black and gray, or gray and blue, or it's pink and black, which is yeah. different. And pink and, and black are two very good colors together too. Yeah, I think they decided to go like diet Las Vegas Lights FC, so they like got rid of all the other neon colors, kept the the pink and the black. They'll probably just, like, have people casually handing out cash in the aisles as opposed to dropping it from a <laughs> helicopter. So, Siggy Schmid has resigned. He has taken his belly away from the LA Galaxy. And he has been replaced by Dominic Kinnear. So, LA Galaxy fans, oh, man. in the space of, like, 30 seconds, go, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> the guy who used to beat this... up all the time. How did this uh, get worse? Got right. worse. Yeah. Dominic for those who don't know, was the San Jose coach until like April of last year. He got sacked real early on, yeah, last season, rightfully so. So look forward to having your young players never play and people play out of position. That's kind of what LA Dallas is doing right now. Anyway, nothing will change. Siggy United. I, I no, not at this point. Nah, not at this point. Nah. <laughs> Too much, too damaged of goods. I know you're half joking, but it's the very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I will say this. Shout out to all of the people that created fake Landon Donovan accounts that <laughs> said that they were taking assistant coaching jobs at the LA Galaxy. Chef's kiss to that. That was fantastic. Hey, when it actually convinced people. Speaking of fake Twitter accounts, have you guys seen this like fake Warren Buffett account that sends out all these like stupid like aphorisms like don't be offended too easily say hello to people on the street drink water it's good for you and people like retweet it like millions of times warren buffett right first of all he spells his name buffet b-u-f-f-e-t whereas warren buffett spells his name b-u-f-f-e-t-t also stop fucking retweeting fake quotes just because they come from like a kindly man's like avatar on twitter it's bullshit do you see a check mark no then it's not the famous person. Yeah. And it's like, no, I still agree with the sentiment. They're stupid. Literally, it's like the moon is in the sky and it's inspiring. And you retreat. Anyway, whatever. I, I got mad about this. I had nothing else to get mad about. Minnesota United did not play, so I couldn't get mad about that. So I had to get mad about something. Speaking of stupid things to say, um, the second words out of the commentator's mouth during the NYCFC New England game Came from Fox Sports' Ian Joy, who also does NYC commentary. Quote, it's important for Brad Friedel to get off. And then he paused. Yeah, I mean. He didn't need to pause. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. 
I mean, really, isn't it important for all of us to get off every now and then? There's this great service where, like, these people, like, help disabled people to get off. And that was, like, one of the nicest things that I've I've ever heard, actually. Like, genuinely heartwarming story with these, like, uh, prostitutes who go to disabled people's homes and help them achieve orgasms. I, too... Caleb is just learning about this for the first time. And had migraine... (laughs) Ah! Okay. Well, anyway, moving on to things that that aren't jokes. Brian Wright he put home a rebound from short range for his first goal in MLS for New England, who defeated NYCFC, who are now in crisis. Oh, they've been in crisis for a while, have they? Have yeah, they, we they, we actually talked about it last week. Have they, they guys? They I don't listen to our it. podcast. I don't fucking know what y'all say on it. I don't listen to it either, and yet I still remember that. <laughs> hey, Nick listens to it. Did we talk about it last week? <laughs> Okay, our producer who edges the pod said, I don't know, so okay. good on us. Something that we did talk about last week, though, was Christian Pania, which I am now <laughs> incapable of hearing the name Pania without laughing, guys. And same with you, apparently, so... No, we You're were a bad influence. Yeah, Honestly, horrible. I was just doing it to humor you. So, what, what did the tabloids in New York do? Um, we would assume that they said, NYCFC is not right. Like, Except for nobody reports on soccer in the New York tabloids, which is kind of a bummer. So not right as in Brian. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That was pretty bad. And New Thank York you. tabloid bad. All right. New York City FC played again. They played DC United in the, in the Roonster, uh, who, who traveled to New York. The game ending 1-1. Steve Birnbaum scoring. Now that is a sign of a crisis. If Steve Birnbaum scores against you, horrendous. It's a little bit more of a crisis because the ground did open up. Flying warthogs swarmed into Yankee Stadium, and there was a loud disembodied voice that was chanting in Latin. We couldn't tell what it was chanting. It sounds it was menacing, very though. deep. Yeah. I believe that was when Sky Blue FC won. It was. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, they're yeah. very close, so it makes sense. Speaking of on that goal. Um, what do you call it when you basically get nutmegged as a goalkeeper, except for instead of it going through your legs, it goes through your arms when you're doing like the touchdown symbol. Is there, is there a nutmeg term for that? No, Sean Johnson needs to know what happened to him. I don't know, man. Uh, the touch meg, a field goal. I don't know. Cause I, I did. Ball went through the uprights of a... No, no okay, no. fine. Whatever. You guys look at me I'm crazy, but it's not that bad of a thing logistically, so I'm just saying. All right, all right, all right. We'll come up with something. Well, anyway, David Villa, David Villa scored a late free kick equalizer for New York. Thank God for them. Yeah. Some dignity. Yeah. Still in crisis, though. Some dignity to beat a team that brought 14 players to a game. Well, one of them was Wayne Rooney, so I mean, come on, guys. Also, wasn't uh, David Moyes in the area when this happened? So maybe they were just like trying to, you know, show off for David Moyes. Maybe they were trying to like sandbag it so they wouldn't get David Moyes' attention. (laughs) So they had one shot with greater than a .07 XG in the game. I read this in the note. I really don't know what it means. Colin, go. It means that they had zero good shots aside from like one that was at close range and it uh-huh. didn't even go away. Sporting KC played Orlando. Dom Dwyer returning to Kansas City. Uh, leaving with the L. SKC winning 1-0 in this game. During the highlights, we started posing to ourselves, would we boo Dom Dwyer if he signed with Minnesota Hell United? Yeah. 
He's like the Michael Bradley of our times. That's literally <laughs> the opposite of what you said. No, that's what he said. He said he wouldn't boo. I would be like, I said I wouldn't boo. He's, he's, I'm very confused. I said I would boo. No, that's yeah, I you did not say that. You said that you would get over it. No. Yeah, you did. No, no. you absolutely did. We should argue about this more instead of talking about soccer. Okay, how about this? Would you boo Dom Dwyer? Yeah. If so, why? Because it's Dom Wait. Dwyer. Is he on our team? Is he doing the dark arts for us? If, uh, you're, you're the one who set up the scenario. Can't ask, ask us questions Well, about if it. he's doing the dark arts, that's great. Because he's going to be gone in a year. And then we'll get, like, the next professor. So he's I'm fine. He's doing the dark arts like Pirlo in that new Nighty video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. So Orlando now has earned five points out of a possible 54 recently in their last few games and uh continue sending death threats orlando fans that sounds like a great idea yeah couldn't happen to a nicer fan base yeah yep seriously um speaking of couldn't happen to a nicer fan base because they actually are nice um sporting kc also signed Ilya sanchez roger espinoza graham zussi and matt beesler to long-term extensions going through at least 2021 you can (laughs) sign people for super long in mls until that last year, their contracts where they're finally washed up and not going to have lost players anymore. Oh, wait, they probably still will be. Yeah. So, Gutierrez shoots through traffic for the lone goal in this game. And uh, Orlando, though. They didn't look as garbage as Orlando has. Tim Melia did play out of his mind for, again, which is kind of par for the course for Melia. You come to expect the unexpected from him. Tim Melia doesn't have a skull anymore. That's how often he's playing out of his mind. <laughs> why Why hasn't he been called up for the USMNT? I, I don't know. I think... I think it's because, because he's Because it's a, a new era and he's older than 25. Okay. Right, he's a, he's been an MLS keeper for his entire career. I think that is not against him for whatever reason. Speaking of young players in MLS, Portland played Colorado. The game ending 2-0. One of those goals, though, coming from Jeremy Ibabisi, the wokest... MLS player out there finally getting the start and a goal. The one that got away from most oh, United fans. Also got a gold call back, which happened to Portland twice in this game. Yeah, Both uh, of those were like really close offside calls. Really close. Mbappé uh, and Valeri, both with goals called off for offsides, both scored in this game. So yeah, and Blanco right. got two assists too mm-hmm. in this one. So. By the way, Blanco's assist for the second one was basically just... Let me shoot it off of Diego Valeri's head. Not <laughs> let me give a header to Diego Valeri. Like it, it was literally just pinball for him. Well, they also got away with it, Portland, because they had a penalty called on them, but VAR called it back. It Inexplicably should've. so. Should have been a penalty. Uh, Steve Clark, who's in goal, who's the third goalkeeper to play for Portland this year. Um, kind of body chat, body chat, Jack went bean. Kind of, he did. Uh, body chat with being in the box and for some reason it was called off I don't think I haven't read the reason why but no, it, was, it seems I just should have been penalty what do we think of Philadelphia's mascot that they revealed this week Fang I mean it's, it's not a snake it has arms and legs it's not a snake learn fucking biology you morons that is very clearly a salamander yeah it's At a, salamander. a salamander change your logo there's a snake in the middle to a salamander and we won't have this problem. Okay? I just, honestly, in all this, I feel really bad for the Austin MLS team front office who were going with the snake. Um, 
I mean, I don't mean because their, like, well, their mascot. Them? I mean, no, I, I don't mean the mascot. Their owner. No, yeah, they I heard. Yeah. Snake, I heard anyway. before Fane, they're like pre-torch. We don't call them pre-torch. No, we don't Fane. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, NWSL now. Portland playing Seattle in the Cascade Derby. What a banger of a game this oh was! Oh my goodness, yes. Ended three-one to Portland, despite Seattle getting the early goal. Yeah, just finished locked with an amazing goal in the first, in the fourth minute. Fourth minute, yeah, yeah, fourth, fourth minute. minute. Uh, top corner, and it wasn't the only goal that goal in the top corner in this game. Portland came back with a vengeance and scored three unanswered. The, there was quite a bit of weak defending in this game, I gotta say, which made it m- for more fun to watch, including one occasion in which Seattle almost scored on themselves. Also, three goals in this game from just inside or just outside the box. Beautiful, beautiful shots. Uh, loved it. Lindsay Horando, goat. Oh. Goat-ish. Tobin Heath is on her team. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hashtag Heath in, Vicky. Hashtag Heath in. Okay, all right, fine, fine, fine. Sky Blues played Orlando, and Sky Blues getting the win. Finally, they can build on this win, go for a run, maybe make the play. Oh, it's their last game of the year. Never mind. Yeah, Carly Lloyd, after this game, going to the press and finally admitting all of the issues that Sky Blues have been having in terms of accommodation, transport, food, you know, everything, basically being a team on the cheap uh, and saying that it doesn't do very much for morale when you have those sorts of conditions. I feel like it would be fantastic. It would be a team-building exercise to literally build your shelter for the night when you go on the road. Okay, I need pre-card. Utah Royals playing Chicago Red Stars, getting the win 2-1. The Royals getting the win off of Amy Rodriguez and Stengel. Katie Stengel, right? Yes. Um, Sam Kerr Gets her 16th of the year to seal the golden boot in NWSL. She also, after scoring blue kisses to somebody behind the goal, but the look on her face suggested that she was mocking someone. So I'd like to think some guy like was heckling her, and then she was like, I'm going to respond to you with like, boom, goal, take that. And uh, just like, yeah, screw you, buddy. If that would mean I get kisses blown at me from Sam Kerr, I would heckle the hell out of her. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds on. good. Cool, North Carolina cool, cool. Courage played Houston Dash. The game ending 5 0 to the Courage. What a team. I want to revel in this fact really quick. They did a double header with North Carolina Texas Rangers. And they did so in order to boost the attendance for the men's team. Just think about that for a second. That's pretty nice. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I think we were discussing that if we were NWSL players, we'd want to play at either Portland or North Carolina. Oh, I wouldn't play for North Carolina. I wouldn't make the match the 18. We're talking in a world... roster, but I would not be on the match the 18. We're talking in a world where you're female and a pro soccer player, Caleb. So I think there are multiple things here that would prevent you as in With my current skill ability? No, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't make the team. Yeah, the skill ability is kind of an issue for getting on the North Carolina. I'd be the third best player, but I'd be on Star Blues. Well, North Carolina (laughs) kind of running away with this one. And the playoff schedule is going to be Saturday, Portland plays Seattle in a Cascadia Darby rematch at 2 p.m. Saturday. Then is North Carolina versus Chicago. 2 p.m. on Sunday, this game will probably not be played in North Carolina. Yeah, because there's kind of a giant hurricane that's going to show up in North Carolina uh, in the coming days. Uh, Florence and the Machine, right? See, I was, was going to go for the Carolina Hurricanes NHL joke, but uh-huh. you went with something better. 
that's good stuff. Yeah. They picked a really bad week to, and I kid you not, partner with the Carolina Hurricanes oh, on a bunch right. of marketing. Oh, no. Oh, Seriously, oh, no. Oh, that awkward. happened. Tempting fate. All right, let's now move into a segment that we call Get Low. Let's get low and get to our wrap-up of U.S. Lower League Soccer in the week that marks the anniversary of the original NASL being founded. R.I.P. in peace. North Carolina Texas Ranger playing a game with Nashville. 3-3 the result here. Again, the opening act for the end of the North Carolina Courage season. Very notable for us as Loons fans. Brandon Allen came in as a substitute. He does exist, and he scored Who? two penalties. I, I believe, though, I just I just heard scored two penalties. I don't know what that is. No, no, no. It's Brandon understand. Allen. It's just that when you look at him, he just has, like, these a big, like, gray X across his thing. It's that Shutterstock uh, <laughs> on his, like, face. Anyway, important to note, Sam Steckel, the Stegical Steckel, whatever it is, journalist Sam, Sam, whatever his name is, on Twitter asking the question of how much Nashville will spend. And he said that they haven't confirmed whether they're going to be a LAFC slash Atlanta style expansion or a Minnesota style expansion. We're relevant, you guys. As the like lower end, lower extreme of what MLS expansions do. I mean, they've got JD, they've got Ish Jom, they've got Brandon Allen. I think they are well on their way to being a Minnesota United style expansion. Okay, at this point, can I just say that I was right three years ago when I said that Minnesota United should have just fucking waited until their stadium was ready to go into MLS and this whole rush into MLS thing was bad for us? I mean, I I remember saying, like, you know, it'll be good from a stadium standpoint, doing a full opening, whatever, whatever. Seems they took me to fucking heart and did this whole soft launch bullshit. Hopefully no, but there's no soft launch. launch. Let's let's hope. No, but we've been told there's no soft launch. Let's let's hope it's a fucking soft launch. It's a soft launch. Let's hope it's a soft launch. Otherwise, if this is like reality for us, we're screwed. But like, I I, I just want to go back. Like that was me three years ago. I was like, we should just wait it out, make the make the thing, and the management. I mean, that's what they did. They said, okay, we're just gonna play it cool until we get our own stadium. Or at least let's hope that's their. I think the only problem with that. The league that yeah, Minnesota was, United was in folded in that anymore. time frame. Yeah, we'd be fans of USL. You know, you th- you think uh, worst things have happened. I mean, you, what do you think we're gonna be in like the UPSL? I don't know, man. But playing in like whatever the the Bandit League that Jacksonville Armada <laughs> Five or whatever it is is playing in. But you don't know where we would have been. And I think coming to MLS was the right thing to do, considering that NASL was so unstable. Okay, unstable. All right, well, Las Vegas Lights played LA Galaxy 2, and the game ending 2-1 to the Galaxy. But uh, the, the most important thing here is the helicopter that showed up and dropped something like $1,000. $5,000. onto the pitch as a randomly selected group of season ticket holders for the Lights scrambled to, to grab cash. Uh, this is ridiculous. Go watch the video, because it is absolutely ridiculous. I want to... Pour one out for Sting of the San Antonio Scorpions. Because up until now, his unveiling was the most fucking ridiculous lower league soccer thing I'd ever seen. And instead, a bunch of cash being thrown out of a fucking helicopter while an Elvis impersonator mascot. Like, they took the Elvis character and turned that into a mascot like cartoon style was just dancing around on the field. 
I have no idea what I watched. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. But also, rumor has it that uh, FC Cincinnati will have uh, the partner of the local radio station to throw turkeys out of a helicopter <laughs> um, <laughs> at their next home game or close to the Thanksgiving, at least. Uh, that's a deep cut there. <laughs> USLD3 News, former Indy 11 coach Tim Hankinson, also the NASL winning coach for the San Antonio Scorpions, has been hired as the head coach of Chattanooga Pro Soccer, the, the Utah invasion team that is trying to box out Chatt- Chattanooga FC. It, at his press conference, Hankinson shouted out the Chattahooligans who have said in no uncertain terms that they refuse to support Chattanooga Pro Soccer. So, oops. He, he definitely didn't know that they weren't... That that statement was made by the Chattahooligans. Yeah. I, I don't believe he... Uh, he Tried to troll them. He was just oblivious to the situation. Yeah. But if he did. But he didn't, though. But if he it's did. Tim Hankinson. I know that he's a nice guy, but what if this is his heel turn? No. Just, I mean, just, that'd be masterful. Richmond so, yeah. kickers have decided to drop down into D3 for the 2019 season. Was there any reason given for this? Money. Okay. All right. Thanks. That was that was quick. All right. With that, it's time for us to take a break. We shall return with more. We call it soccer. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. We've been here two days. Minnesota United just played DC United. And Atlanta United somehow won. So I, I don't know how that happened. God damn I Atlanta United. This is what happens when we schedule really games during international breaks. It's, Nobody is around to play, and we get beat by Atlanta United. Yeah. Joseph Martinez came on the pitch and scored. So, by the way, in all seriousness. He scored so many goals. FIFA 19 has a custom cover poll. Guess who's winning it? I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. This, the player in second place has 7% of the vote. The player in first place is 70 Ezekiel Barco. Uh, Wrong. He only wins in uh, his teammates' girlfriend's hearts. Oh. oh buddy. <laughs> That's a true story. Not a joke we made on the, on the podcast. That's a true story that happened in Atlanta this year. I, I'm just sick of Atlanta United fans, like, with all these screwy, like, messing these polls up. Also, why are we doing polls still? It, it, we shouldn't be. I mean, Fuck them. Stop the it, Westberdine. I mean, Stop saying you, no polls. Stop you, saying data doesn't work. Do you oh, believe yeah, the polls? Because I believe the polls stupid. too. And then November 9th, 2016 happened. And I don't believe the polls anymore. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the guy sitting in the White House agrees with you on that one, sadly. The polls were actually fairly accurate. It's surprising. Because they allowed for a 34%. Who are you right now? Nate Silver. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Never mind. Like that's that's literally <laughs> Nate Silver is making fun of Nick Silver voice. Okay, all right. Well, let's now move into a segment that we call. This is the Let's get national and discuss the latest from the U.S. national team, who played Brazil. The men's national team did, and they lost two 0 It doesn't. We watched the highlights and. You know, the announcers have said something about like uh, every game matters, and this game does not matter. It doesn't. 
this is about as unmattering of a game as possible. It was our kids versus Brazil's A team. Like, of and course they lost. they only lost 2 nothing with one of those goals coming from open play. I mean, again, though, that's a friendly. They, if it was a competitive game, they were probably... No, yeah, I understand, but yeah, still. That, you know, those images of all those crying Brazil fans from eight years ago, that would have been our fans. Yeah. Anyway. I, Will Trapp might have been the oldest player who started for us. I mean, he was, I don't know. But still, very young lineup for the U.S., it's definitely a rebuilding cycle. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was such soccer. a. It was it was clear how young they were because instead of Gatorade, they brought out um, uh, Capri, Capri Suns and orange slices. Yeah, yeah it was mm. pretty great. Orange slices. All their moms were on the sideline too. It was very, yeah, it's it's very nice. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. David Moyes was seen on a train no, to the Meadowlands. No. No. Uh, no. Before this game. So. No, please God, no. David you know, Moyes for no. Brazil. This Mo- is going to be great. Moyes in. To Mexico, they have a job opening there too. Right, 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 right. So anyway, Anthony Robinson, who everyone was very, very excited for, man who was, who was declared for the U.S. recently, he got smoked on the first goal. He, oh, uh, did he? He plays for Everton, right? Or is his... Yes, he does. Oh, that makes so much sense. Never I mind. mean, he's on loan at Wigan, which is even worse. But sorry, I hope he does well for Wigan and not Everton. There was a dubious penalty call, and Neymar sadly scores the goal. Also, Neymar and DeAndre Yedlin coming in <laughs> to contact with one another, at which point Yedlin gets called for foul, walks the, key, uh, the referee and says, didn't you watch the World Cup? It's and funny they, because... They both he, laughed about it, too. Like, Yedlin totally fouled him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. The U19 and U20 men's national team are playing at the Florida Invitational at the moment. Yeah, the U-20s beat the Jamaica U-20s 3-1. to uh, Sebastian Soto um, playing for Hanover. Got a brace as well as a goal for Ayo Akinola from Toronto 2. Uh, the U-19s drew 2-2 with the Venezuela U-20s. Gave up two goals in the final 10 minutes. And then the shock result to end all shock results. The U-19s beat the U-20s 1-0 with a goal from Ulysses Yanez who is still 16 years old, playing for lag two. Um, apparently, there's a red card for somebody on the U-20s. U.S. soccer, not very quick to talk about what actually happened during this game between two of their own teams. That's, that's, uh, oh yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, uh, U.S. versus Mexico is playing right now. Do we have any wild speculation as to what's going on? Uh, no. Oh, something, something. The Alamo would have to turn to producer Nick. Okay, Michael Bradley is getting booed somewhere. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> okay. Jonathan Gonzalez is getting two footed by every single U.S. player. Okay, oh, fine with right. that. That sounds That's good. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's now move into a segment we call "They Don't Call It Soccer." In brackets, some do though. Where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about yet. Lots of games in Europe. With their version of the uh, Nations League, the UEFA Nations League. A lot of games being played between teams from the British Isles. A lot of games being played from other teams. Uh, which ones do we want to talk about? Because there's just a long list over here. I don't understand the UEFA Nations League. Neither do I. Cool. We're all on the same. Wait, Colin? I think the point of the Nations League is for UEFA to make sums of money. 
no. rather than but to have their teams play friendly. More more games that matter basically is is the core concept here. Fewer f- meaningless friendlies, more competitive games. There are also tiers money. of teams, and teams can be relegated between the tiers. So there's something like that, and then somewhere along the way, there's some backup like wildcard qualification for the European Championships thrown in. That's I don't really understand this myself. Pretty but, uh, cool, though, I think. Yeah. The international league that goes games. on concurrent with the club league season. Sure. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Conceptually, it's awesome. Yeah. It's too bad that it's so. as convoluted as possible yeah. and also screams of a money grab by UEFA. Hey, speaking of money, bra- money grabs, we should quickly talk about we the We talked fact- about Las Vegas already, not that was actually called the cash grab. Oh. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, m- more of a figurative money grab. The La Liga from Spain has announced that they're going to be playing a game in Miami, Girona versus uh, Barcelona. Oh. And it, it is a slap in the face because they're taking two teams from Catalonia. They're going to prevent the Catalonia national anthem from being played they're gonna play the spanish national anthem and something like four thousand spanish flags are gonna be handed out this is sounding to me more and more of a political exercise to prevent catalonia from hosting a game than it is uh a kind of anything to do with the sport but still i find it disgusting that they're taking a competitive game from the team's fans and playing it in a different country, I think that really takes away from what the sport is supposed to be. You know, the NBA might do it, the NFL might do it, whatever. I don't want to see MLS games being played anywhere other than in front of their home fans. Is this, is this a Girona's home game on the schedule, or is it Barcelona's? I have no you know, idea. You're taking away a home game from the fans who have paid money for their season tickets. Um, Girona's a smaller team in La Liga, and hosting Barcelona was will be sure to fill their stadium and give them a, a much need a boost. They play Miami. It's going to be a heavy Barcelona cloud. You're crowd. also diminishing the integrity of the fucking competition. Also that. Flying players into different countries. And I mean, it's just a joke. I, 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 I can't do this anymore. I feel like seriously, just let Charlie Solitano have his own fucking mega league with all the mega teams that spend all the mega bucks and let them go off and let all the people who pay attention to that bullshit go watch their own crap. And we'll pay attention to the competition that still has integrity left. Counterpoint, this is La Liga. Barcelona will win that game 5-0 regardless. So who gives a fuck? I believe they tied last year at some point. God damn it. Okay. All uh, right. Let's go back to talking about the UEFA Nations League. What do we want to... Again, which this, games would you like to highlight here? I think here? just some scores that were somewhat relevant. Yeah. You know what score wasn't relevant? 4-1 for Wales over Ireland. Kind that, of relevant. That was, no, I mean, that was I mean, entirely I mean, irrelevant. Well, Ireland that was is the most terrible. E- Ireland is very terrible. So, yeah, Rob, that's admitted, Colin, Ireland is not good at soccer. Roy God Keen, Roy Keane, who's assistant coach in the Ireland side, of oh, players coming out and saying that he's been causing conflict, and at least wait, one player wait, has wait, left wait, the wait, Ireland wait. set up on, because of Roy Keane. Some leaked WhatsApp messages showing this, et cetera, et cetera. Are Roy Keane? And now questions being no. asked about whether there should be a change in management of the Ireland squad following this result. England lost against Spain 2-1. I feel really bad for Luke Shaw in this game. He played out of his mind. His past Ra- was it Rashford? I think it was Rashford. Yeah, it was Rashford. Who had he had a, also had a goal overturned due to a foul, but 
that was questionable, but probably the right call in the end. But Lucha has some amazing passes in this game. Are you sure you wanted to use the phrase out of his mind when he got taken out of the game no. as, a, yeah. as a result of a head injury? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew he played some great passes going forward to Rashford and other attackers. Yeah. I apologize for my, my comments, which doesn't happen here very often, but hope he's well and yeah. Hashtag no apologies. Um, but yeah, he was uh, carted off um on an oxygen tank no less oh, God yeah, after was... after he collided with Danny Carvajal in the air so yeah. um apparently oh. uh he was not taken to a, a hospital they checked him out and determined that uh while there were concerns of a neck injury uh they seemed to think it was just bruises and no concussion which is good because that was one of the most horrific hits I have seen in quite some time. Well, no, I feel really bad about that. You should. I do. Danny Welbeck did not have a foul called for a potential penalty, which meant that England have snapped a 24-game unbeaten run at well, no. Wembley. If anything, it was the fact that Danny Welbeck ran into David De Gea, had a foul called on him, oh. and it overturned a goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, this is their... England's third straight loss. So England prices Southgate out, right? Of course. Sure. Yeah. Northern Ireland playing Bosnia. Bosnia getting the 2-1 win. I'm pretty happy for Bosnia. I don't know if I've expressed in the part I actually like Bosnia as a country. I feel everyone should go visit there. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. In all seriousness, do not say the thing that you have written in the notes, Colin. Oh, you mean Northern Ireland too busy tending to their sheep to score? <laughs> oh, god damn it. Oh, Will Greg did score it. in injury time. So we got that going for them. Anyway, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Denmark with a 2-0 win over Wales. Uh, Wales get their first loss under Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Christian Harrison scores. Scotland beat Albania 2-0. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Naismith had a quite good game. Johnny Russell from Sporting Kansas City was probably the most controversial part of this game. Namely the fact that he started over Lee Griffiths and everybody lost their minds because apparently he's not that great because he plays in MLS. I enjoy the fact that Switzerland beating Iceland 6-0 is on the notes and the only thing <laughs> under that is it's. The word it's. This is like one of like Donald Trump's tweets late at night. Like Rudy, you know, like just it's. It's Trofefe. <laughs> there we go. Germany playing France again ending nil. Nil. I don't watch the game highlights. Just watch the celebrations from the French players getting their just celebrating the World Cup win. Still, yeah. Oh, it was very By nice. the way, I wrote down. It's like no one really cares about the Nations League. That's what I meant to write down under the Switzerland six nil Iceland result. Ah, no, but. Okay. Well, Iceland's magic is gone. They have the the spell that was cast by whatever witch doctor in Iceland has been broken. They will no longer be good. From this point forward, France playing Netherlands, beating them 2-1. The Dutch, not as bad as they seemed in the last World Cup cycle. So some hope, perhaps. Olivier Giroud breaks his duct and stores the game winner in this game, his first goal in, since before the World Cup. Ah, that sexy Gaulish bastard. Italy's glorious return to international competition, <laughs> not getting off to a very glorious start, losing 1-0 to Portugal. Who didn't even have Ronaldo in this game, apparently. That's embarrassing for Italy. That's very yeah, embarrassing. embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, World Cup finalist Croatia going down 6-0 to 
to Espana. Just want to point out that uh, Dayan Lovren was injured for this game and did not play. So what you're saying is they could have let in 15. They could have let in less, less than, less than six. Iceland bouncing back from their 6-0 loss against Switzerland by only losing 3-0 against Belgium. And home. <laughs> yeah, oops. I told you that witch doctor, he's, uh, his spell's gone. CONCACAF Nations League time. I don't even know if CONCACAF had a Nations League. It's yeah, awesome this year. They're, yeah. they're using it for some of the like extraneous Gold Cup qualifiers. Uh, uh, probably like if you look at the documents going CONCACAF, they just like the UEFA documents with like the UEFA scratched out or the UE scratched out and C-O-N-C-A written over there. So. Yeah, something like that. Um, the U.S. Virgin Islands don't have a national stadium, thus they played their home game against Canada at the IMG Academy in Rainton, Florida. Um, their 8-0 shellacking loss to Canada explains why. Tim Duncan is disappointed. Are they still virgins after this? Oh, I don't want to touch that question with a tempo pole. I'll do it. Ah. <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> Haiti beats St. Martin who only restarted their national team program in 2017 after a 12 year absence by a score of 13 to nothing proving exactly why and by the way this is the Dutch side of St. Martin there is a team for the French side of St. Martin as well they also lost apparently Um, this island needs a new patron saint is all I'm saying they should Join teams and maybe they can lose by 12 instead of 13. <laughs> um, Cuba beating Turks and Caicos, who have only played two matches. Hey, this- I, I know one of the players for Turks and Caicos. Billy Forbes? Yeah. 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 Uh, he wasn't that good in this game. Yeah, they oh, lost 11 funny. nil to Cuba. <laughs> uh, and Curacao. Right. No, I'm kidding. Curacao beats Grenada who are coached by Shalri Joseph, the uh, noted longtime MLS defensive midfielder. Um, 10-0. It's almost as if CONCACAF shouldn't have a Nations League because none of these games have been competitive. Maybe this will spur the lower countries to (laughs) build their programs. No. And (laughs) blah, 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 money, 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 FIFA, 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 corruption. You know, I I don't know. I feel like these games could, like, I at least get amused by these, like, 15 nothing scores. You know, it's when I see two countries I don't care about and they've, like, tied nil, nail arts, one nil, who cares, you know, about these meaningless (laughs) friendly. At least this is, like, amusing to, like, figure out the scores. I wouldn't mind watching a game where Haiti puts 13 goals against St. Martin. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the fact that soccer comes back next week. Actual good stuff. Uh, Finally. Yeah, no more international break. We get to we get to watch league soccer again. Yay, the interlull is over. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's now time for us to move into a segment that we call Soccer Things. We're calling dips into the deep, dark corners of the soccer world to bring you stories you won't and shouldn't believe. So Adrian Heath was quoted in the Pioneer Press as saying that five wins would be what Minnesota United needs to be competitive for the playoffs in MLS, which led everybody that has a calculator to freak (laughs) the fuck out and note that those 15 points would only get them three points higher than Seattle, who are currently sitting on 41 points. Now, 
there are two possibilities as to why Adrian Heath would be so confident as to five match wins being enough. One of them is if his accent caused him to say, do math, instead caused him to say, do meth. It's possible that happened. However, I have uncovered some secret documents (laughs) that suggest something considerably different. (laughs) According to American Soccer Analysis, Minnesota United's current odds of making the playoffs sit at 0.2%. So you're saying there's a chance. Not only that, the New York Times, the day before the 2016 election, on their Upshot blog, admitted that the chance of Hillary Clinton winning the presidency was 99%, which means that according to the New York Times, Donald Trump had roughly the same chance of making the playoff or making the presidency as Minnesota <laughs> United did for the playoffs. I know this, it, it gets complicated, so my words are going to be a little bit jumbled here and there. The only way that Adrian Heath can think that five wins is going to be enough to make the playoffs is if he understands that there are different things afoot in the playoff race. This isn't a normal game. This isn't a normal democracy. Rather, there is a Russian influence campaign in the MLS Western Conference playoff race that is going to result in Minnesota United being able to leapfrog all of those teams and get into the playoffs. We've already seen it with Siggy Schmid. He's left the LA Galaxy in a complete lurch. He resigned because he wanted to spend some more time with family, specifically a family that's going to expand following a meeting that he had regarding the adoption of Russian children. Oh my god. I would assume within the next week or so, we're going to hear about Brian Schmidt's her emails. From there, it's anyone's guess. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be games thrown. Maybe there's going to be some hacking into MLS's points system. Maybe the tracking is going to get completely confused, and all of a sudden, Minnesota United are going to be able to leapfrog all of these teams into the sixth spot with only five games. Who knows? It could happen. At the very least, I don't see any of these teams going into Pennsylvania or Wisconsin anytime soon. (laughs) I mean, we are in the darkest timeline, so... Okay. (laughs) The darkest timeline involves Adrian Heath making the playoffs this year so he doesn't get fired. Exactly. That's how it works out. He's here for another year. All right, with that, it's time for us to bring another episode of We Call It Soccer to a close. Would you like to tell the good people where they can find you on Twitter? I'm at KOlson716. Also, I prefer 55.1. My special thanks to Titanus for the use of their song Lustless as a theme music. Check them out on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. They have a show this September 16th at the Red Sea, Cedar Riverside, represent. That'll be even before we record next. Exactly. Go to that show. It'll be Do fun. It. Do it. Uh, you can find me at The Attachment. You can find my writings over at E Pluribus Lunum. I believe 
by the time that you read this, I will have my match preview for the DC United game that you've probably already watched. Did they fix the picture for Yago? No, they have not. Oh, no. And I have not told them about it because I find it hilarious. I tweeted at them. They made an article about Yago and put up the picture for a different player called Yago. They put up the one for Yago Pikachu rather than (laughs) Yago Marrero da Silva. Wait, wait, wait. There's a player called Yago Pikachu? (laughs) We have discussed this We're going on this week, guys. Another hour on this guy only. (laughs) What is his career like? How does he get his namesake? Does he know that Pikachu is natural Pokemon? That he, I, I just need to know these things. Probably. Let's get into it. Let's go. Short answer, longer and better than Yago Marrero. And yes, he is aware of Yago Pikachu. And does, that's does why he, he picked it. Does he say his own name when he scores goals? I just need to know. <laughs> he does shoot lightning bolts out of his shoes. Pika, pika, Okay. You can find me at TWO United fans. And special thanks to our producer, Nick Rodriguez, who makes We Call It Soccer possible. You can find his views on soccer and politics at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Tell your friends about We Call It Soccer. We always enjoy having new listeners. They can subscribe to the podcast on fine podcast providers everywhere. And with that, we bid you adieu for another seven days. See you next week.